Hey, uh, folks, welcome to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Jan. I'm Darius. And I'm Dylan. And on Trek to the Holodeck, we are doing the hard work of finding and rating every single Holodeck episode within Star Trek. Yeah, and you might be asking yourself, you know, what is a holodeck if you've never heard of a holodeck well a holodeck is a it's like a room that you walk into and then like stuff appears you can go wherever you want it's like a vr thing but a room is pretty fun and because we're trying to like rank all these episodes that featured a holodeck ever we have to like nip a few things in the bud here one we're gonna watch every single episode and movie that has any holodeck content in it ever period Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter how much or how how or little there of content there is we, we will be evaluating it and, and second we're going to try to judge these objectively using the same perfect metric uh dylan uh, darius do you want to tell us what that metric is yeah um it is called drasks it is drama nope i do that all every time let me start that again it's drasks <laughs> it's called Should be drama. dialogue yeah romance action suspense <laughs> camp and stakes it's foolproof it's it has never pe- led us astray. It's a subsystem of the cars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dylan, what, what, which episode are we watching? This uh, week? Today we are watching Star Trek: The Next Generation: Chain of Command, uh, season six, episode ten, which originally aired on the fourteenth of December, nineteen ninety-two. So, buckle up, uh, click, click in, click. <laughs> Thanks for clicking. Uh, get yourself a Ractagino, uh, or some Earl Grey tea hot, or some coffee, depending on which captain you favor, because uh, we're about to trek to the holiday. We believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Awesome. Great. Really great intro there, guys. Every single captain has a drink except for one. Kirk? Captain Jellico. Does Kirk have a drink? Have Romulan ale. He drinks that more than anybody else. I'm just going <laughs> to arbitrarily say it's Romulan. What about is, is, Cisco? Is Cisco a Ractagino Ra- man? Ractagino, yeah. He is? Okay. Mm. Okay. That's right. And, Voy- and, and uh, Janeway's just straight coffee. She All the straight she up don't, coffee. She, she has to Ractagino. have heart problems, right? She has like five cups of coffee a day. Hey, like, some people can do bad. that. In the 24th century, you just go to the doctor. It's like, yeah, it's caught up again, and my heart's fucked up. It's like, give me a, <laughs> give me a downer. I've had a little bit too much of the upper. Yeah. <laughs> well, they can do that. I Speaking of synthahol, this is kind of a tangent, but synthahol, we had that conversation <laughs> about how to like come yeah. down from synthahol. And there's an episode of Voyager where uh, 7 and 9 gets really drunk, and she's like, what is going on? And, and the doctor's like, you're f- smashed. <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's take you to the to the the sick bay to give you like a, an antidote, basically, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, I don't know if you guys Jeez. saw it, but uh, I, I posted onto our stories today. Uh, Robert Picardo did Ooh. a monologue <laughs> from Heroes and Demons on his Instagram, out yeah. just like near the ocean. 
Yeah, and great. he's like spinning around, yeah. doing this really. He was doing like Beowulf. It was te- I, no, he was he was doing the techno babble scene where he's in the uh, where he's in the uh, the med bay, and he's like, I could tell you what all of these things are, but to go onto the holodeck, I don't know what that is. Like that whole thing when he's talking yeah. to Cass. <laughs> it's so good. That's so cute. His YouTube that- his YouTube page is so cute too because it's like yeah. it's just him. With a phone or like whatever, doing weird shit. Imagine if your dad was Bob Picardo. Oh, wild. Like it would be so fun, uh, but maybe annoying too. Like, is that that's your dad? Yeah, he's he's the doctor on Star he's, Trek Voyager. He's, he's also he's got a small part in the Burbs, which I just found out. He's a garbage yes, man in the Burbs, and it's great. He kills it. His scene is really good. He plays this like <laughs> uh, really smart. Like doesn't want to get his hands dirty, trash man, and he's just talking about yeah, like yeah. politics and stuff while the other guy's like throwing trash into the bucket. Anyways, we're good. not talking about Voyager. We didn't do a Voyager nope. episode. No, <laughs> maybe we should next week. But yeah. yeah, we're gonna do because you know there's what. When is this gonna come? Out? Is this gonna come out after the election? It's gonna come out the fourth. It's gonna come out the day after the election. Oof. We may or may predictions, not have... fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I predict that yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I unfortunately predict that uh, twenty two will pass. Uh, I don't no. want it to, but I, I feel like they've done a very successful job at propaganda, and I hate no. that they have. But I hope they, everyone uh, sees through bought, it and voted no on it. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Well, they bought a, a margin of three percent with one hundred eighty six million dollars. That is insane. That's what they did. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, this episode was written by our friend Ronald D. Moore and a story by credit to Frank Abatemarco. 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 Frankie A. Frankie A. is we're going to call him this time. Frankie A. Frankie A. Good story, Frank. It was directed by Robert Shearer. Shearer? Shearer. Shearer? Shearer. Robbie Cher. It was directed by Robbie Robbie Cher. Cher. (laughs) (laughs) And the music is by none other than our greatest friend. Now entering. Jay Chattaway. 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 Oh, Oh, man. This is a good app, guys. It is. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, holodeck content in this is very brief, very small. It is, it is almost non-existent. Oh my god! I completely forgot that we do a show about the holodeck because <laughs> this episode, I was so into all of it that I didn't even think about the stuff on the holodeck yeah. at all. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, yeah, this is it. This is cool. You wouldn't even really know that it's a holodeck except for somebody's like, "All right, do it again." Yeah. Uh, Computer freeze program. Yeah. So I'm gonna do some guest star shout-outs. Yeah. Probably the biggest one, even though he's a small part of this episode, is David Warner as Gul Madred. Uh, David Warner also played Chancellor Gorkon in Star Trek 60 on his cover country, which I think is a, one of the most underrated Star Trek movies. You guys haven't seen that, right? Mm-mm. No. Really good. To do a watch uh, but he's such a good fucking bad guy. And even though we're only gonna review this first episode, you should watch Chain of Command Part Two. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, he's really good in this. Unfortunately, there's no he's, holodeck he's, uh, stuff in it, yeah. part two. So, 
Yeah. But the way that they do, like, just they introduce this villain at the end of this episode. Oh, so good. Uh, Ronnie Cox plays Captain Edward Jellicoe. Of course that guy's name is Ronnie Cox. It's what Ronnie Cox. What the hell? It's a Ronnie Cox-ass <laughs> dude, isn't he? It, it, it's uh, one of those uh, characters, Jellicoe, where you're like, man, they let captains be so old. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like at a certain point, you get old enough, and you just can't be captain anymore. Like, you either got to go be an admiral or you got to retire. Like, you can't yeah. do the whole captain thing anymore. And he kind of shits on Riker for being, like... Uh, I can tell why he's still a first officer. Yeah, it's like, it's buddy, like, you're still you're a captain. still a captain. <laughs> <laughs> I do really love when Picard sticks up for him, though, and he's like, he's been offered his own ships before. All right, dude, he's not just he's some like, dickhead. He turns him down. <laughs> like, he just keeps turning him down. Yeah. Like, he, he likes he, <laughs> being here. He's clearly good at his job. He's been commended like five times at least that I can think of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to butcher this one. Natalia Nagulich. Nagulich. Natalia Nagulich. Nagulich as uh, Vice Admiral. Uh, <coughs> Nina Nechayev. Thank you. Nechayev. Nechayev. There's a Nechayev. lot of letters looking at my, looking right at me right there. Which she, I'm sorry, but as an admiral. This actor or actress didn't, didn't, but I don't believe that she was an admiral. She was like, <laughs> she's, she's also recurring. She's yeah. in Deep Space Nine a good bit too. Yeah. She's yeah. one of, I think like a Ronald Moore character. She gets better. Which is why she pops up. She does get better, but she's definitely like an admiral that's super political and doesn't really think about the small scale. Yeah. Things. yeah. It just felt, she just felt so emotional. And I guess as an admiral, I feel like you, you've gotten to that point where like you have to see big picture and like, you can't be like, you can be a captain though and be emotional. Yeah. You can be Jellicoe and just want to fucking rip everyone's heads off all the time. <laughs> and Jellicoe. Boy, uh, I don't know. We got John Durbin as Golamek. Cool. And uh, Lou Wagner as Solok, but not that Solok. Damon Solok. Damon Solok. <laughs> He's a Ferengi. Yeah. He was Lee Wagner so also good. plays another Ferengi on the Ascent. What's that? He was so good. I was kind of shocked yeah. by how good his little scene was. Yeah, their yeah, little it's, cantina it's, scene, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like a piece of trivia that's worth throwing out there here because it's it kind of contextualizes this whole episode. Mm -hmm. This was originally intended to be a crossover with Deep Space Nine. And yep. it and because it's written by Ronald Moore. It's so very good. clearly like it feels like a Deep Space Nine episode. I think that's why it was yeah. so good. Is I was like, yeah, it totally is. is. So it was intended to be a crossover, huh? Yeah, it totally was. And Quark was originally going to be Solok, but oh, Rick Berman was like, but nobody knows who Quark is yet because the show's not out. So it he just he, he canceled it. And it's like we could have just had Quark, and then six months later they were like, oh, it's that dude that was in that TNG yeah. episode. Uh, that would have been fucking awesome. He's so God dumb. Damn it. He is so dumb. <laughs> like that is Rick Berman. I'm sorry, is the worst. but Rick Berman, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Is you <laughs> didn't have Quark be in an episode because you didn't think anyone knew who Quark was yet. Well, you Obviously. introduce everybody to who Quark is. <laughs> idiot. And it's like it's like not like anybody knows who Solok is either. I don't know who that Damon Solok is. We never see Damon Solok ever again. <laughs> That would have been such a great way to introduce Quark because it's yeah. a really good scene. 
and yeah. you get the the weird Beverly touching the Ferengi ears like sexy yeah. thing, which would have fit Quark so so well. It's like, oh well, I I think I could probably. You know what? You find know what you. it probably was. It's Rick. Bur- it was probably a friend of Rick Berman's. Bur- like, yeah. Probably, <laughs> oh yeah. He was probably a friend, I'll, and it was like, I'll yeah, get you. yeah. I got it. I'll Don't get worry. you a roll. And he's like, oh yeah, and I'll get Gates to to touch your ears. Touch things. your ears. Oh yeah. Yeah, to be sexy. I'll get her too. I'll get her to go uncomfortably close God, to you cuz I'm God, Rick Berman. I'm the worst. Man. The amount of like producers and showrunners that have just been really shitty on Star Trek is shocking to me. It's like 90% Rick Berman though. It's, He's well, just he, well, not necessarily creepy, but just like shitty at what they do. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he's creepy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Really. Um fucking cool. Want to talk uh, about this? Let's talk about the show. Yeah. Well, first off, would you recommend this episode? Based on a holiday content alone, uh, like w- just to watch it. Yeah, I would. exclusively for the black uh, little <laughs> jumpsuits that they get with the little hoods and stuff. I would. I love it. I would because uh, we got some fun, like sassy, uh, uh, Beverly Crusher, and we got some fun, sassy, um, uh, Worf. 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 Yeah. In this, because they're just like so pissed off that they don't know what's going on, but that they're having yeah. to like run again. <laughs> and you got like CrossFit Picard, like oh, no, do it again, harder. So good. <laughs> even worse, like oh, it's even, uh, I'm gonna break. I'm tired. I'm tired, <laughs> Captain. They just look. So, it's cool to see them in like in like spy form, and they all just totally. look really fantastic in those jumpsuits. <laughs> Let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so this is also paced and structured so differently than most TNG episodes because it doesn't give a lot of information. Mm-hmm. The cold open is just like, uh, oh, Vice Admiral's here. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, first scene, Vice Admiral comes into the room. Riker and Picard are waiting to be briefed. And she's like, that'll do, Riker. Riker leaves and she's like, Picard. You're fired. And then cut to intro. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. I love Picard's face, too. He's like, wait, what? Oh, what? <laughs> also, she's not wearing a comm badge here, which is fucking weird. Yeah. Why is she, Very why weird. Is she not wearing a comm badge? That's that, super they do not have a spare comm badge. That was probably a, a costume oversight or something. hundred <laughs> percent. Did nobody say? Second looks? We did, never got uh, second looks on, on no, this? No. <laughs> they need to re-remaster this episode of the next generation to digitally insert the combat because it's oh, driving that's me nuts. So, good. Um, so I, I always love when they do something like, and it's late season. So it's like six season six. So I guess this could be believable when you're watching it for the first time on air. But I always love when a show tries to be like, you're fired main character. <laughs> yeah. You're no longer going to be who you're going to be because like as an audience, where you go, no, he's not. No, he's not. It's you're not gonna lose, especially at this time in history. You're not gonna lose a main character like that. No, <laughs> we we didn't Could lose you... him to the Borg when he was assimilated. <laughs> he's, he's Could fine. you imagine how incredible a show would? I would give it so much kudos if season six, it, in the cold open, they go main character, you're fired, and then you never see them again. Not even like, Game like, of Thrones <laughs> did that. And Game of Thrones was yeah. known for killing off main characters. You're fired. <laughs> oh my god! So basically, what happens in this is she shows up, tells Picard, <clears throat> "You're fired," and uh, him 
Worf and Beverly Crusher are going to go do some secret spy stuff on a Cardassian planet, and uh, this this dude, um, Jelly, what's his name? Jellico. Edward Jellico. Yeah, Je- Edward Jellico gets put in charge of the the Enterprise, and it's kind of a becomes a growing pain situation where everyone's like, Jellico's such an asshole, and so they're all just complaining about how much he's making them work. It's weird because it's like, okay, it seems like he's he's not outright doing anything shitty, but he's like putting his, he's doing that thing that managers like to do. It's like the new boss, like, all right, things are going to be a little bit different with yeah. me. He's just like making his mark and it's all kind of arbitrary. Like, yeah. you know, you yeah, it's like how this. you like to do it, but you don't have to do it. It's everything's working fine. I just don't like him because he's so fucking mean about everything. Like he... He's not a good manager. Good uh, managers not. do not do that sort of shit. See, I don't know. Like, I actually didn't mind him when he came on because he wasn't, in my opinion, he wasn't being mean. He was just being matter of fact. And this, whether we like it or not, and I, I get it. We had that whole scene with Jordy being like, but we have to take all the science off offline. Starfleet, whether you like it or not, is part of the military. Like, and he's, about to go into a situation where they could go That's to war true. and he's being very military. He's being like, this is, I'm being very, very matter of fact, this is just the way it's going to be. This is the way I need it in order for me to be See, able to feel comfortable to be able to gross. lead the enterprise into battle. If we have to go into battle, like, See, I don't, I don't disagree. I think it's fine to be matter of fact and to the things that he's doing are for war, right. And preparing for potential conflict. The problem is he's doing it without, including his officers yeah. and crew into the why. So they're yeah. all just scrambling, like, why is this happening? Yeah. And then it takes somebody's being like, why are we doing this? He's like, oh, in case there's a huge battle. And they're like, oh, okay, of course. I mean, you thank you for telling you. If you just led with that, yeah, would be great. Yeah. yeah. Like you're like, if Picard would always be taught, like first things first, we're about to engage the Borg. I want everybody on their A game. It's yeah. going to be tough. Shit's going to be hard. Yeah. We're going to need to reroute systems, but, you know, and everybody would be like, cool. Yeah, cool. no problem. Yeah. But instead I was like, what the fuck is this guy's deal? Yeah. I think that that's how he's a bad manager. That, I, I, I can I, see I, that. I, yeah. that's, that makes sense. I also uh, just want to uh, throw out there that, like, Riker, Jordy, and all the people who are, like, higher level members of this crew at this point, be more professional. That's true. Like, you're not always going to have a captain or a manager who tells you what's going on. So get over I don't, it. I disagree with that. <laughs> I, I kind of get that, but the demands that he's making without any explanation are, like, hard. They're virtually impossible, even though he carries around data with him as this little computer who's like, oh, yeah, it's possible. <laughs> it's like, dude, fuck you, man. Like, this is really fucking hard. Like, what are we doing? I, I, data is like... like He's Data's such a like hardcore Dwight Schrooding, Captain totally. <laughs> But he's yeah. he's hardcore unintentionally Dwight Schrooding. No, exactly. Like, he's yeah. like, yeah, that's theoretically possible. Yeah, I just <laughs> and, I just hate people like Jellico. I've interacted with people like that, and it and I, I get it's a military thing or something, but it pisses me off because like literally all you have to do is sit down with somebody and say, "This is what we need to do." Could we please do that instead of being like, hey, Riker, you're kind of a piece of shit. Would you mind uh, fixing everything? You know, it needs to be this way or else I'm going to yell We find out later on uh, 
I don't know if we find out this episode or the second episode, but we find out later on from uh, from Troy that like it's because he's not sure of himself, and so he's, he's afraid. He's yeah. afraid, and he's got to he's got to push all this stuff to be able to feel comfortable, which is like yeah, it's but not the right way to go about things. But at the same time, he does have a, a moment where he says like, I honestly. I understand what you're saying, Dana Troy, like about making everybody feel comfortable, but I don't have time to do that. Like I literally, I literally don't. don't. We have like, so much stuff that yeah. needs to happen right now. I need to look at my kids' drawings. Yeah. I can't figure out what these are. <laughs> I need you to leave so I can figure out what this is. And I need to give them good feedback. I God damn it. Yeah. I need to I need to spend thirty minutes giving my kids so, good feedback on his So Jellico is like eighty three years old. He has a six year old, presumably. <laughs> good for this guy. He fucks. Uh, I don't think he has a six year old. I think he carries those drawings around to like feel more relatable feel to people. Yeah. He doesn't actually have a kid. And that's at all. why he doesn't Absolutely. know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the Hey, can you help is. me with this? It's a classic, like, seven ways to endear people, yeah. like, self help books. Like, just ask people for help figuring out what your kids, th- he's been doing this for decades. Yeah. And there's that one shot of him when he has them all hung up, and there's like 20, like, <laughs> paintings of from a kid, and you're like, ah, that's a bit excessive, the man. Other, the other super <laughs> tragic uh, thing that it could be is uh, he doesn't have a kid anymore. His kid yeah. died at a very young age. Uh, I've never got to ask my kid what this was. And he's still got over it. He's still grieving his child's death. Oh my god! It's a deep dark background we have for Delco here. <laughs> you know, his kid died fifty years ago. His grandfather he's refused- also owned a factory for Jello, and it was called Jellico. It was Jellico's Jellico. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There's a lot of history and lore. I will say that Jellico does have some good ideas. Yeah. Like Troy Troy wearing a real uniform, I think that's that's pretty solid. Like she probably should be wearing a real I, uniform. I thought the same thing. I was like, I saw her in matter, a uniform. Though? I was like, oh, she probably should be in a real uniform. And then I was like, no, she's not in a real uniform because she wants to make people feel comfortable to talk to her because she's a counselor. And so like <laughs> If you are if you're talking to the counselor on a ship and the counselor on the ship is also wearing a military uniform, that might be a little offsetting. Well, and and this is kind of exactly the whole like theme of the episode is like science and military bumping heads because the Enterprise is a science vessel. And this but it's military guy also comes the in and ship, stuff. It's also the Look, flagship it. ship and it, of and it's also Starfleet. a cruise ship. Yeah, it's, it's also, also a cruise ship. A cruise ship. But it's also been in war before, so it's also a warship. I know like, that. <laughs> I know that they know how to do that stuff, but primarily, it's a science vessel. So, like, when a military guy comes in and starts pushing all this stuff, I it it doesn't seem weird for me to people for people to be like, "Are we at war? What is going on?" Yeah, no, you totally. know, like, should and we they evacuate have- these civilians? Like, no, <laughs> we don't want to cause a panic. <laughs> We just don't tell anybody we're going to the Cardassian border. There's no problem at the Cardassian border. I don't know why it's I like, just okay, thought about but this. Like, do, <laughs> and this has nothing to do with the episode, but like, do we know what the, I, I'm sure this is covered somewhere that I just missed and haven't paid attention to, but do we know what the uh, political like thing of earth is? Like, do we have a, a world president? Is there like a world leader? So. Is there like 
just like a, a council of people that sit on and they make like what how is the I think what is that weirdly I, I think, think it's a world is kind of like a dictatorship but it's like <laughs> super chill have we have they ever explored it's like that a super, in Star Trek there's a there's a president of the United Federation of Planets but that's not just Earth right that's a unification of all those planets yeah. Uh, and then there's like head of Starfleet, yeah, which kind of feels like it's the head of Earth. I feel basically. like I feel but like that's not elected. in the United Federation of Planets. Earth is definitely run by the military. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. yeah. And they're very militaristic if you think about it. They, they're mm-hmm. like most humans are like, what, what are you going to do for a job? It's like, either Starfleet or painter it's one of those two you know like everybody's like and honestly i could probably do both i could probably be on this federation ship and be a painter or i want to be on a military has like done the most amazing job in the future of like rebranding itself as like a science organization right (laughs) i just basically love this headcanon that's that the star trek future is actually more like starship troopers than we realize terrifying yeah it's just it's like low-key kind of a fascist planet but because they do such good science fine yeah we're cool totally okay i mean they have prison colonies that's, they do. That is they fucked do. up. <laughs> Prison colonies. The military stuff on I'm different like, planets. Work yeah. camps. <laughs> and the only way out is to join the military. <laughs> it's f- the, when I started watching Voyager is when all the protests were going on, and like. Right when they're like, "Oh, we've got this guy, uh, Tom Paris, who's on a prison colony," and I was like. Motherfuckers have what the fuck? Like you have prison colonies? No. Yeah, no. but you work hard enough, and you are released. You just apologize for the crimes you committed against Starfleet, it's and so you're fine. Fucked up, man. Oh, uh, so, anyways, you know that's what happened to Jellico's wife. Jellico's yeah. wife yeah. was sent to one of these prison colonies after, his, <laughs> after their kids, after their kid drowned in a vat of Jello, and that's why mm-hmm. yeah. he joined the military, and it's why Jellico doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Huge lawsuit. So Huge many children lawsuit. died on that field trip. Uh, <laughs> oh my god so clearly jellico also like read reports like okay i'm replacing picard what am i looking at here like what what shoes am i filling and he's like oh he has a catch line he has a tagline of make it so so he's like i gotta come up with one yeah <laughs> it's gotta be catchy what's his catch line get it done <laughs> and he's <laughs> extremely <laughs> aggressive with it get it done he's just, it's like he says it a lot like it's okay you know, Picard would pick his spots. He'd be like, cool, make it so. And everybody would be like, cool, all right, that's our cue. We got to make it so. But Jellico's like, um, replicator, uh, I would like a hamburger with cheese and no pickles, please. Get get it get it done. Get it done. Do you get think someone done. ever told him, like, hey, dude, uh, get it done sounds like a knockoff, make it so. Maybe you should just, like, keep – nope. Make keep working. Get it done. Uh, he's like, get it done. Uh, make it so is a knockoff. Get it done. I've been saying get it done for years, <laughs> buddy. I just, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I feel like Jellico. I feel like Jellico's kid, if his kid is alive and not dead, um, I feel like his kid's gonna be really fucked up. And Jellico's like one of those baseball dads who's like really, really hard on their kids, <laughs> and they end get up done. hating sports. Hit a home run. Just get, get, it, get it done. done. Get it done. Get it done. <laughs> It's like that, it's like I can't. I can't hit a home run. I'm not that good. Yeah, this is just. I uh, get it done. That the uh, assignment is is open ended. I'm not supposed to finish it yet. Just get it done. Just get it just done. Just get it done. 
like, well, the kind of the idea is that you're never done. You're always building. <laughs> teaching us get how it to done. Live Just get it done. <laughs> Just get it done. <laughs> Dad, look at this painting. It's not quite done yet. Yeah, well, get it done. So what is it? Is it it a fucking elephant? Get it done. Get it done. And then his kid died, and he never got to find out what it was. (laughs) He never, never did. So he spends every, like, waking moment of his own time looking at this painting, being like, what the fuck is this? I need to figure it out. Um, Oh, my God. I think another good idea he has is, instead of it being three shifts, that there should be four shifts. Honestly. That just sounds... Honestly. Like... The fact that Riker pushes back against this, I understand what he, why he's pushing back and saying, like, it's going to be really hard to figure that all out. But that, that Riker is the bad guy here. Riker's the bad yeah. guy. Because you say, yeah, okay, because, I'll figure it out. Because, because Jellicoe's trying to give people less time on shift. Because now we yeah. have four shifts instead of three. Yeah. And yeah. Riker's saying, like, nah, they can work. 14 hour shift don't worry about it you know like not 14 but like and Jericho's like no I need them rested you know yeah. they'll have to work more shifts total but they'll get more sleep yeah. and they'll have a sharper crew and Riker's like oh but this gets so much work there's a fucking spreadsheet <laughs> it's perfect he's like <laughs> honestly I know where Riker's coming from on that one too like, yeah totally <laughs> You're like, I don't want to like, fucking do that. Like, Everything just, works fine. He's like, I got to email everybody. Right I have to email everyone for their schedule now again. The schedule. Everyone's got to do a doodle. All, like, everyone's got to do a some doodle. Some of them have kids. They go to school. <laughs> yeah. And they're all going to be asking me what's going on, and I'm not going to be able to give them an answer because you just said, get it done. And I don't, they're going to be coming to me, and I'm going to be I like, I can't get it done. I don't them. know. <laughs> I'm not a captain. I'm not allowed to have a catchphrase. <laughs> and we find out that Jellicoe knows. Just the image. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just like the image of Riker, tall ass Jonathan Frakes, hunched over his tiny little laptop, just trying. He's like, "Fuck no, I can't do that. I can't do that because Lieutenant Barkley can't work with her because of the allegations." Computer, move Barkley to Delta Shift. I'm sorry, Barkley's already on Delta Shift and Gamma Shift. Fuck! Damn it! What? When did I do that? When did I do that? He's like going. I imagine this walk only, in on this Jonathan, happens. he's got like a huge like like cork board with like everybody on it. It's the the Charlie the Charlie corkboard meme where he's like, all right. Trying to make it all work. Yeah, Deanna's like, hey, are you all right? Uh, he's crazy hair. This is crazy hair yeah. Riker. <laughs> he's like, Riker. okay, so hear me, listen to me. If I put... If O'Brien I put can work the transporter... The, on alpha ship, right? <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. And that's when out. he does the whole shift by himself. He just does the whole shift by himself. <laughs> what? Yeah, by himself. Because that's it. One guy does that shift. That, that's when Deanna's like, uh, "Will I'll, give me one sec? I'll be right back." And then she goes go talk to, to Je- Kevin yeah, Jellicoe. I was like, "Hey, Riker's losing his fucking mind right mind. now. Like, he was not trained to do this sort of shit." <laughs> I can't, I can't put anyone from engineering on anything right now because they're working three days straight trying to figure out how to reroute Get all this stuff. Get 5% more rerouting power. <laughs> and Data's just walking around telling me it's possible. He just keeps saying it's possible. <laughs> it's totally possible. Then you do it, Data. Then you fucking walk do it. walking around, bud. Oh, my God. I like this idea that, like, everybody who used to love Data just starts totally not putting up with this shit anymore. Like... Mm-hmm. 
uh, Lieutenant, is it? It's like, not fucking now, Data. Just not now. It's like, in an attempt to become more human, it's like, I, I don't give Honestly, a shit, buddy. Just go be, go be Jellico's little dog, okay? Because little dog, yeah. <laughs> Everyone, by Jellico doing this, everyone's turning into Jellico. And Data's yeah. like, can you tell me to be human? And they're like, get the yeah. fuck out of here. I'm trying to work, Data. <laughs> just get it done. Just, just get, get it, it done. done, Data. Just get it done. Get it done, Data. <laughs> Everybody's sarcastically saying, "Get it done." Uh, there was this uh, moment uh, in Ten Forward after they they like shift command over to Jellico, where Jellico and Picard are having a conversation, like captain to captain, and we find out that Jellico knows where Picard's going and all that stuff. And and uh, I think he says something along the lines, "Oh no, he said it when he first came comes on board," but he says something along the lines of like, "I mean, it is a galaxy class starship. I can't turn that down." <laughs> Like, no offense, buddy, but I'm not going to, like, respect. Yeah, like, this place is nice. Yeah. Oh, he I says like it, it to Riker. And he goes, like, no yeah. wonder you've turned down a bunch of stuff. Like, it's a gas. Yeah, it's awesome. awesome. This place is sick. Pretty cozy. What are, like, what are there, like, 90 holodecks in here? Jesus. There is that one moment where Picard uh, comes back to his room from <clears throat> working out. <laughs> I have been there. CrossFit. I have been there so many yeah. times where you come into your room and you're like, Fucking oh my god, I'm so tired. And then Riker comes in and luckily doesn't push his buttons because he's like, Oh, you're fucking tired. I'm not gonna. What really got me was how sweaty Picard was because I've everyone's gone like done that where they've gotten home from the gym or gone for a run and gotten back and they're just so sweaty and tired and it's so hot in their house. Even and you you have the AC on, but you're just like, Oh god, just give me oh fast. And in this moment, you can't even have a shower. You have to take a sonic shower. <laughs> it's impossible. Uh, I wonder he, if, if I were Picard, I would have taken everything off and just lay down on the ground. Oh, like computer AC sixty degrees <laughs> on me, like just on me, on me, on, on me. me. Um, Riker comes in. What are you doing? Just get out of here. Basically, this <laughs> whole leave. this whole episode is is them transferring power and Jellico getting things set up, and then they uh, are doing a bunch of diplomacy with the Cardassians. Uh, meanwhile, we have Picard, Beverly, and Worf uh, trying to find, like, a secret underground, like, lab where the Cardassians are apparently um, uh, creating a bioweapon that will just, like, destroy all biological matter on a planet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a you, you deploy it, it kills everything. Metrogenic. And then a few days later... Metagenic yeah. or mutagenic or something, yeah. And then, like a few days later, the disease stops working. You cut, you come in, and you're like, great, perfect. There's just this whole planet here for us to just live in. Yeah, uh, awesome. S- sounds pretty fucked up. It's illegal, and they're like, oh, it's so. But Crusher's like, it's so illegal that even the Romulans are like, no, no. I don't fuck with that. <laughs> but that doesn't up. stop. That doesn't even stop the Cardassians. R- although we find out no. later that they weren't mm-hmm. actually doing it. <gasps> I just want to say that the Cardassians are the fucking best bad guys. They really are. They, Star Trek. They really, really are. They're so multidimensional. They're so good. And, yeah. Yeah. They got like a deep culture. They're like, yeah, you know, Vul- all the other races are kind of just one thing. The Klingons just fight. Vulcans are smart. Romulans are duplicitous. But the Cardassians are like all of those things. Because they're they, they seem like the first villains that like actually get explored. Especially in DS9, where like you get to see their society, especially with Gal Dukat, who's just like 
you know, psycho, but like, it's like, oh, he's always mm. like, I'm cool. And then he's not. And he's like, I'm cool. And you're like, oh, man. <laughs> so cool, hard. Ducat. Yeah. <laughs> My friends call me Cool Ducat, not Ghoul Ducat. Not Ghoul Please. Ducat. Please. Cool, cool Ducat. <laughs> That's Cool Ducat to you. We're making that and He's meme, got a little right? hat. Oh, yeah. it's going to be the Hello Fellow uh, Kids <laughs> meme, but Gal Ducat's cool face. Ducat. <laughs> Hello, fellow yeah. kids. Hello, fellow kids. It's cool to cut to you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, That's so good. Uh, I have to write that one down. Uh, if you're not following Gold Ducat on Twitter, by the way, you should, totally should. Uh, we're probably all political out, but he basically tweets like President Trump. Oh, does he? But as Gold Ducat. About things oh, that are happening. He, he, yeah, and he calls Picard Sleepy Picard. He call, <laughs> crook, uh, crooked Janeway. Uh, it's just, it's really basic, but it's also it's extremely funny. funny. That's it's incredible. Very funny. Uh, and he he tweets in the same cadence. It's just crazy. We don't have to um, go right, too okay. crazy into like the uh, no. the um, the plot of this this whole episode because if you haven't watched no. it, watch it. Uh, we're, yeah, you should we'll, watch it. We'll probably yeah. we'll probably stop doing as much uh, in depth re- review like uh, um, what? Oh God, I'm so tired tonight, guys. Recap. Recaps. We'll start, we're probably mm-hmm. gonna start doing less in depth recaps and less like that's your favorite part of this start this podcast. And if that's your favorite part of this podcast, let us know, and then we'll just, we'll know. just become a recap we'll podcast, that. and we can do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a really great speaking of recap podcast. This is a bit of a tangent. There's a, a podcast called Sleep with Me, and it's this guy who rambles on to help you go to sleep, and he does TNG. Uh, like <laughs> he tells you what happens in TNG episodes play by play like play by play he watches oh them God. like five times and then play by plays them for you to go to sleep they're incredible highly we recommend should... <laughs> and, it, and it, just watch that just listen to that instead of our podcast yeah, yeah. just put, <laughs> is there <laughs> anything that we want to talk about about this episode that's not holodeck related uh um uh, i want to point out that michael dorn once again is fucking mvp oh my god it just has so many good comic moments i feel like (laughs) michael dorn um there's some times that i see him in uh ds9 like early ds9 where i was like you're not this is gonna sound mean but it's not meant to be mean i'm like you're not as good as i remember you being and then he gets better throughout ds9 and he is great in tng and i'm wondering if it was like they didn't know how to write Worf in the beginning of ds9 and that's why it felt bad like it wasn't yeah. his acting it he, was like more his writing he joins season four right yeah um, yeah for t space nine and it's kind of like joining somebody's party when they've been going for a yeah. while yeah and you're like oh i was at another party and i was like oh how was that party he's like oh it's fine <laughs> it's like i'm here now they yeah. also have like, a security person already mm-hmm. odo so they're like trying to figure out yeah. where to put him in where to put him because he can't yeah. be head he's of security. supposed to be more of a commander now right like yeah he does really shine though in ds9 i actually like him in the later episodes totally. of ds9 yeah better than tng because they actually kind of get to explore him yeah no totally i think in tng he was more comic relief like look it's the big buff dude who fights a lot and he's low-key kind of like a weird dad let me let me blow him up i've been so good this week (laughs) exactly he's he's that but he's also afraid of bats like in this episode like those little moments he he makes the most i love the little like rivalry between uh uh wharf and and crusher like I thought it was like a really yeah, fun like 
Yeah. Wait, yeah. you're afraid of bats, uh, Worf? No. Are you afraid of heights, <laughs> <Nope>. Crusher? No. <laughs> Classic. Classic. It was cool. I do think, I guess just in general, I'd like to talk about, and I think Lower Decks actually talk, like makes fun of this, how insane it is to be like, uh, let's take three of the highest ranking crew members of this one starship right? and send them on a mission. Insane. It's like, hey, don't we have Section 31 for this? Don't we, like, I feel like there's a subdivision of Starfleet that's just yeah. specifically good for this. <laughs> like, no, well, Picard worked on the- Theta Waves like 20 years ago. I think he'd be great for this job. Like, yeah, uh, Beverly Crusher, uh, she's a doctor <laughs> and she's one of our best she's doctors. <laughs> and as we all know, we know why you're here, Worf. And Worf's like, uh, no, why don't you say that? Out? Why don't you explain? Can you be a little bit more specific? Like Worf is like, is this a race thing? Is this a Klingon thing? What? And then and then they just say, get it done. And they walk away and they're like, what the fuck? God damn it. I mean, we talked about this early on in the podcast too, right? With um, uh, one of our episodes. Or Man Bashir, Bashir, I think. Where it's just like, entire, hey, yeah. send every one of our high-ranking officers off the ship to go do this very dangerous thing. <laughs> This conference. Especially this yeah. one, man. It's just such a weird... Yeah, this is a Section 31 thing. This is like a weird Black Ops mission that they're just totally. like... Yeah, let's get Picard to do it. He's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so that's, that's the thing. And I think Lower Decks, in one of the episodes, mm-hmm. one, they wear the exact same costumes. They do. It's great. The, oh, yeah. And, and they're like, so what are you doing? It's like, we can't talk about it, but it's a super secret mission. We're the only <laughs> ones. Like, I think they even go as far as like um, Captain Freeman is like, a long time ago, I was trained on how to plant these plants or something. And they chose me for this mission because of my knowledge of these plants. And it's awesome. <laughs> and they're just like on this crazy mission. And it's, it's I incredible. just am so overjoyed that I watched this up this chain of command and it like connected to connected, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. So I found it really funny when I watched it on lower decks, but yeah, it was, it was fucking funny. And these uh, suits, I love these suits. They're so funny to me because they're like, they're awesome. They are. But at the same time, like you wouldn't wear it. Like you wouldn't wear that. Yeah, you would, man. No. Cause it's dark there. You gotta like, you know, I guess they're going for the whole like Navy SEAL <laughs> wetsuit thing, but it just didn't. Ah, f- what? <laughs> what the fuck? I want to add also that they they did all that training, right? And and we'll go over it. But once they're there, they're not really hustling. Nope. Yeah. You know, they're just kind of walking, walking through the corridors. Again, no running. Classic. No running in TNG. No running. Except for in the holodeck. And, yeah. Except for in the holodeck. And the tricorders are not on silent mode. So they're just, the that lights are bright. And they're wee, 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 wee. I was kind of like not 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 paying attention, but I was kind of like thinking about something else. And she pulled that thing out and was in that really quiet cave, and it started making the noise. And I was like, "Oh, that's loud." And then Picard said something. I was like, "Oh, Picard, probably like, hey, fucking turn that thing off." But he didn't say that. He said something no. else completely. <laughs> you would think they have earpieces, right? Like this far in the future, they are like, "Hey, you know how we had those things at one point uh, called wireless earbuds?" Um, yeah, we're not using nope. those anymore. We're gonna have this little badge that sits on your chest and like projects everything out of it. <laughs> I wonder if you know those uh those headphones that Bose has now that you can put on your chest. Yeah, and they don't really sound like and not on your chest but around your neck. They like sit here and it's like a collar. They sit mm. here and like when you have them on, they're super loud and awesome. But like somebody sitting next to you can't they, really. They can hear, hear it, it, but it's just it's like, like barely anything. Tinny, yeah, it's like directional audio. 
I think that's what the comm badges are. Now that I think about it, I'm like, okay. they're directional audio that like goes directly to whoever's wearing them. I was I was going to say that like, I bet there's a dude who walks around and he always has a podcast playing out of his comm badge. <laughs> he gets in the elevator and, everybody, and everyone's like, like turbulence, like ding, hey, ding. And I then, just worked gamma shift. Could you just, could you just turn that no, no, down wait, a wait, bit? This one's like, really good. No. This one's really good. And then... He killed her in cold blood. Would you stop listening to the serial <laughs> stuff on your combat, man? Like, or he has—he's having a conversation on his combat, yeah, like uh, in the turbo, yeah. and like the, the person on the like it's the person who holds the speakerphone and doesn't hold like doesn't talk yeah. on like. Uh, and yeah. that's when she pulled out the grossest. It's like, dude, can we just like not have that happening right now? Because I'm it's trying a private conversation. <laughs> clearly, I'm imagining this person holding their combat. It's down in their chest. They're like they're holding it up to their face so they can hear it. He's he's like working a shift. He's doing that thing where he, you know, you pull those like little glass thumb drives yeah. in and yeah, out, yeah, and you yeah. put them in different slots. That that yeah, stupid busy he's work. Like, he's just doing that. The like, switchboard oh, operator, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's and somebody I love walks that by and is like, dude, what are you? Why are you holding that? Put it on your chest. I just like. It's like I read somewhere. That if it's like you can get cancer if it's near your heart for too like, long. I, it's like that's I can't, been disproven, buddy. I can't hear it right there. I have to have it. I, just, I can't I hear just it. Can't I have to hold it. it out. <laughs> so like whenever he gets calls, it's like uh, uh, paging Lieutenant Jackson. And he's like, sorry, say, what? Say that again. Was that for Jackson? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it was for Jackson, clearly. Uh, so I couldn't hear it. That's why the Admiral doesn't wear one. She, ha- she, she hates it. She's like, I can't have a phone on me. It. Like, I just get so I just, distracted. I hate it. You know? Honestly, ever since I got rid of my comm badge, I get so much more work I done. I charge my comm badge I in just, the other room. I charge it in the other room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Three hours a day, I don't have the comm badge. Nobody can get to me. That, I'm just honestly, completely though, disconnected. Is something that always has stressed me out in Star Trek is when people, like, lay down to go to sleep. And they're like, oh, I'm just laying down. And they still have their comm badge on. And somebody at any point could be like, hey, dude, could you uh, come in here? And you're like, dude, I'm sleeping. I'm literally sleeping. <laughs> like, you, there's no ringtone. You can't put it on silent. You can't like, put it away. <laughs> yeah, if you really wanted to harass somebody, you would just be like, hey, uh, Pert. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, uh, what? what? It's like, I'm just fucking <laughs> with you. Or just like playing music through it. <laughs> Oh man, this has been fun. Uh, Any anything else? Yeah, d- basically, just this episode ends with the cliffhanger of like it wasn't an actual base; it was a trap, and they've caught Picard, and they specifically set this trap for Picard. They wanted to capture Picard, yeah. and that's um, is where we find out they, a, that uh, the best bad guy in the world, Golamek. Uh, <laughs> No, Golmadred. 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 Yeah. Is this the the Four Lights episode? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. What a good one. And like, um, I think this is a good time to bring up the trivia of uh, the. This was a, originally turned into a two parter because of budget reasons, and the second episode was designed to be like super low production but super high drama. Yeah, oh, it's so yeah. good. It's the standout app. <clears throat> Truly, and it's not a, a season app. finale either, which is great. It's a yeah, I always thought it was, yeah. like when I yeah. think of it, but it's just mid-season, yeah. It's pretty awesome. I it's a Christmas that. to January cliffhanger. Yeah. Mm, man, yeah. I miss those 24-episode seasons, man. Yeah, they don't do that anymore because they're afraid of people just forgetting that the show exists. Which they don't. 
That doesn't happen. No, that doesn't Ex- happen. Uh, studio execs, <laughs> we don't forget that a show exists that we like. Sorry. Hey, CBS we like Viacom, it. <laughs> uh, yeah. we do this podcast because we like Fuck your yeah. fucking show. <laughs> uh, Fuck yeah. I got one more thing. Uh, I just love their dress uniforms. God, I think they so look good. fucking sexy. Still great. great. Yeah. Look so comfy. <clears throat> let's go. Let's let's, uh, let's go into the archives. Yeah, let's do it. And- Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Enterprise D, 10 forward. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Oh, he- hello, Pert. Hey, Pert. Hey, what's up? How you guys are doing? Are you off duty? No, I'm assuming you are uh, talking about my alternate uniform. Looks like pajamas. Yeah, uh, well... Here's, I mean, they're as comfortable as pajamas, but they're uniforms. I saw uh, Picard and Beverly and Worf coming back from the holodeck with these babies on. And I thought to myself, gonna need one of those. So I, I replicated uh, myself one and a bunch of other ones. Uh, do you guys want to buy one? Um, uh, I would. I totally would. Like, th- those look dope. And in any other situation, well. like, you would have my, you would have my purchase, but uh, you want to tell him Lopec or should I? We are no longer permitted to wear alternate uniforms during duty hours. What are you talking? What? Yeah, it's a Captain when? Jellico yes. thing. Ah, come on, Jellico, are you serious? He and but but uh, Deanna's always wearing whatever mm-hmm. the fuck she wants. Not uh, unfortunately, not no. Uh, Obviously, you haven't been on the the Enterprise D forums. Uh, a lot of the people in the uh, the Ensign Reddits, yeah. the, the subreddit, <laughs> have been complaining about Counselor's uniform change. That's, check your. That, I you should check your data pad. I mean, he sent it yeah, out. I think. Check. What? Oh, two days ago. Three no, days ago. Two uniforms. days ago. I think it was two days. What? And he canceled the Wednesday Mac and Cheese lunch. Also, this guy yeah. is insane. Oh, I do not find Captain Jellico to be completely unreasonable. I actually like the guy. I think, what? honestly, I'm going to tell you guys something, but don't tell anyone else I said this because whew, I could get some hot water with the rest of the crew. I love Picard, but I think Jellico is a way better captain for the Enterprise than Picard ever was. Well, that that seems... I mean, both captains have their advantages and disadvantages. I just... But to say that he is objectively better than Jean-Luc Picard is... I just feel I, way more safer with him in, 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 at the helm of Enterprise if we were to get into a war. That, yeah, but what, what, are you what ex- have we... We have never yeah. been defeated. We defeated the Borg. Yeah, while Picard, Picard defeated would, the Borg. Yeah, but Jellico would have not just defeated the Borg, but he would have like been able to defeat... Uh, the Romulans at the same time. Like if they were, if it was happening at the same exact time, we would have been good. Tom, are why are you saying that so loudly? Yeah. Why are you recording it? What? On your your pad? Uh, I'm not. Okay, you got me, guys. I'm trying to. I actually don't like Jellico at all. I'm just trying to make sure that like. Uh, if he stays the captain, because we don't know what's going to happen with Picard, but if he stays captain on the Enterprise, I'm sure there's going to be some like stuff going in the mix. Like he's not a huge fan of Riker. I could see myself taking Riker's position. 
Oh, I think Riker, ever since he changed the shifts, I think he's back on Angelico's good graces. I, I, I can't see things going. Speaking of shifts, we haven't seen you in a while, Opec, on shift. Yeah, you're not on Where our shifts oh, yes. anymore. What's going on? Well, uh, I am no longer on Gamma Shift with you two, but rather I am Delta Shift. What? Angelico again? You're a part of Delta Shift? Oh, yes, I am part of Delta Shift, and I am also all of Delta Shift. Uh, I am the only... Commander Riker was so frustrated with Captain Jellicoe pressuring him to change the shifts that he just arbitrarily assigned me to Delta Shift, assuming that I would fail and thus proving to Jellicoe that having four shifts was uh, illogical for the Enterprise-D. But uh, I actually have found it very easy. Uh, in fact, I'm on my shift currently and you, on break. You are... De- Lopec, you... Delta Shift has been making Gamma Shift look so terrible. I just, you've been making us look so bad at how yeah. good you're doing. And, and you're, you're only all one of person. Delta Ship? Well, yes. Uh, generally, I don't work as hard when I'm on a team with other crew members because I want to give them the opportunity to learn on the job. Uh, but since I am the only person accountable for Delta Shift, I cannot allow that to occur. How do you take do you- care of the warp core? and be on the bridge at the same time. Yeah. Oh, well, you just have to create a remote command interface on the bridge, or you can do vice versa. Jordy showed me how to do it. You know, if you wanted, I could make a special order one of these jumpsuits that just says, I am Delta Shift on it. I I just, when would I wear it? When 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 would I wear it, Kurt? Kurt? Could you give him a uniform that has all three colors on it, maybe? Since he's all of Delta Shift? Oh, yeah, I could definitely get him that. I do think that might be regulation, actually. Wesley Crusher was wearing that for years. Yeah, I think that's that's legit. They're just the same color. They're three different colors. You could do it. Jellicoe wouldn't get too mad. (sighs) Man. Jellicoe's so great, guys. Would would you stop, man? I'm going to miss Mac and Cheese Wednesdays, and I can't sell my shit. This place is going to hell in a handbasket so fast. Are you going to transfer? Are you I'm, going to threaten to transfer again? I'm thinking about it. You you always say if if mm-hmm. Captain Picard doesn't keep his command mm-hmm. position that you're going to move to a different ship. You know me. I you guys have heard me say that time and time again. So uh I'm thinking about it. I'm I might put in a request. Didn't you say you were going to move to the USS Toronto? If if if, yeah. if Jellico, yeah. That, if Jellico became specifically Jellico, I did say I'm gonna move to the USS Toronto because it's just yeah. nuts here now. I I can't handle it. I don't like it. I'll miss you guys, but the rules the way, here. The way I see it is, if we want the Enterprise to change, we have to change it from within. We can't run away just because things get hard. There's just no support in here. I I feel not very supported. Jellico you know, is the most supportive captain that the Enterprise has ever seen. You can't you can't say though that the Enterprise the healthcare on the Enterprise has suffered greatly ever since Crusher yeah, left. Exactly. The, and the Picard administration of this ship was so much better for our health. And I'm working twelve hours a day. I'm working so much more under this Jellico guy that I can't even uh, hawk anything. I can't sell anything because I'm working so much. You should make, Pert, you should make a Jello called Jellico's Jello. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. It'll taste like oh. shit because Jellico sucks. 
Don't you need to get back to your sh- your all of Delta shift, Lopec? I'm actually a day ahead on all of my Jesus, tasks. Jesus, Lopec, so. you're making us look so <laughs> terrible. Do you want some help for your shift? I can I can maybe do some of your. No, we don't want any of your help, Delta shift. Okay, what do well, you I'm do? Going... You just hang out now when you're on shift. You just don't do anything. I'm gonna well, go get some okay. mac and cheese before we can't get it anymore. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, Chef Kev. Chef Kev, could you bring me some mac and cheese, please? Oh, uh, Chef Kev was dis- dismissed today. Captain Jellico dismissed Chef Kev. You what? A holiday content again. Super brief. I honestly forgot it was holiday content. Because well, they don't. It's so. not obvious that it's holiday yeah, content. Yeah. Um, do they ever say that they're in the holodeck? They do, right? Or they do. Or do we just well, know then that, it's just implied. Or do we just know that they're in the holodeck because they don't have rocks on the ship. <laughs> yeah, they have a and they're rock like, okay, room. restart program or like re right, right, whatever. Right, right. So it's it's a training exercise. At this point, we the audience don't know what they're training for, yep. and neither do Crusher and Worf, which I like. I like again. This episode is yeah. is cool mm-hmm. in that way. So it, it, uh, uh, Crusher and uh, Crusher and Worf are running through rocks, which I think they did a good job of setting this up to where you didn't know that they were doing a training mission right off the bat. You didn't know that they're in the holodeck. You thought they were there. Yeah, yeah. you thought that they were on their mission already. Um, and they're setting up uh, like deflector shields and all that stuff, and then Cardassians show up, and that's when uh, Picard freezes the program and is like, "You guys, you're way too slow. You gotta step it way up. Too slow, gotta pick this it up." This is why. This is exactly why Picard is so much better than fucking Jellico, <laughs> because like Jellico in this situation, when Worf and Bev were like, "God damn, man, I am like, this is really hard. What do we do?" And he just would have been like, "Get it done." Uh, let's do it again. Fuck you. Uh, just do it again. And get Picard, it done. You have, yeah. to, you have to be. You know what he wouldn't have, have done, done though? Uh, that Picard it did, which is uh, great leadership right there, is on the second run through, he would have made Beverly and Worf do it again. And instead he was like, all right, my turn. Worf, you run it for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's just so kind with them. He's like, guys, look, I know. We, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. But just would you please watching this? I was like, they would have sent younger people to do this. Yeah. Like I know in I know in like the Star Trek world, like they're all probably supposed to be in their thirties, but like they would have sent mid twenty something year olds who are trained in spec ops. Like, well, what's what's the value? What you know? Obviously, they chose Picard because of his experience <laughs> with theta radiation. <laughs> Or whatever, mm-hmm. and they chose Worf. You know, no explanation necessary. Apparently, well, because he's a pretty young Klingon too, and he we is. know Klingons yeah. live to be like two hundred, right? So Forever. he's he's prime of his life. Honestly, Worf. But Crusher is the biggest. Worf question is the there. only one for me that I was like, yeah, they'd probably send Worf on this one. Picard yeah. is getting up there in age. I know he's not technically, but he feels Riker. like he is. You know, he's kind of like an older either. quarterback where you're like, yeah, he can still make some plays, but his value on the field is he he knows what to do in a, in a tight spot. Mm-hmm. But also, you need to put some playmakers around. They him. repel. You, know, you got to do a whole repel down the side <laughs> of a cliff. Like <laughs> that's awesome. It's um, incredible. That's the holodeck content. There isn't anything else in the holodeck. Yeah. Yeah, That's like it. Worf's like you. You made it. You made you increase the difficulty. It's like yeah, it's gonna be even harder. It's gonna yeah. be even, even harder when we do it. Yeah, what a what a <laughs> like what a whiny line from Worf. Like as as Worf who 
want as a Klingon wants to like yeah, be he in likes battle, challenges. loves the challenge. He's just like, but Picard, you made it so much harder. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you do I, that, Picard? This is a common thing that they do with Worf. It's like I think it's actually a TV trope. It's like the Worf pro- paradox or something. But it you make to demonstrate how hard something is or how tough a bad guy is, you have it beat Worf. Because Worf is like the toughest dude on the Enterprise. So it's like if you want to demonstrate how powerful an alien is, have it beat Worf. So then it ends up looking – but the problem is Worf ends up losing like every fight that he's in (laughs) because he's always fighting. He's just a frontline dude. Uh, So we didn't talk – oh, man. Can I – Let's go back There's so little holiday content. We didn't talk about Daemon Solok. Oh, you're right. And that whole side quest of getting the transport right. to the This feels very much planet. like a Star Wars E kind of scene with uh <laughs> totally like a cantina style scene where they're just like Picard knows a guy. He knows a guy that can yeah. get us in. Like <laughs> Yeah. He's Frangy. Which yeah. again he's a guy he's cool. should should have been Quark. Should yeah. have been Quark. Jesus Christ. God. It would have been so good. <laughs> so good to have Quark there. Because it is just basically Quark. It's yeah. the guy is just Quark. And I love that that bar cantina is like a couple chairs and like a flat, like one flat behind them. Like it's not even like a real set. It's like them in I the think corner. It, they had somewhere. to do like a pickup shot because they were like, yeah. Uh, what's his name came in and was like, no, we're not going to use cork. But we already shot that whole scene and we had like a huge, like bar set up like they were in quark's bar we built it out and we shot it now we're not going to use it sorry uh this is my friend and he's gonna be uh (laughs) (laughs) this is lou wagner (laughs) he's gonna be this character damon Uh, solo beverly gates i need you to get right on his lap play with his ears for a long time uh I love her robe, by the way, that she's wearing. It looks, she looks classy awesome. and comfortable. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'll say about the suits is they look like they're made out of like really soft linen or something. or Not linen, but like some soft, cozy material. I think that's why they look so comfy. Yeah, that's why I don't think that they would uh, be wearing them. But let's rate this. <laughs> it's the future, let's okay? Rate the, let's rate the holodeck. Okay. Dialogue. Uh, it exi- It's there. I. There's nothing really that... Nothing special. Stands out, yeah. Uh, I'll give it a one. I just like Worf's complaining. Yeah, 1.5. Yeah, I'm going to go with a one. Romance? Big ol' zero. Big ol' goose egg. Goose egg for me. Action? Just some action in there. There's some action. They shoot... Don't they shoot a... a, Cardassian? Cardassian? Is there any ducks? Is there any rolls and jumps or anything? I feel like there was a role, but I don't I feel remember. like Worf might have done a role, but I could be wrong. You know, if they give you the feeling of a role, I think that counts. As I'm going to give role. it three. Like this is, <laughs> I'm going to give it's it a anything, three too. This, yeah. It's got action. Yeah, I agree. Three. Suspense. Kind of don't know what's going on. It's pretty suspenseful for me. Yeah, because you actually don't but know it's a holodeck scene at first. Yeah, at first it it actually does That's a reverse true. tension thing. Yeah, I'll give it a three. Yeah, I was going to give it a three as well. Yeah. Cool. Uh, this is like yeah, so yeah, easy. This is gonna We're all just like one. cruising through this. This is pretty yeah. easy. Camp. I do find it very campy. Super campy. The, the uniforms. Yeah. The jumpsuits. Um. The cro- CrossFit dad Picard. Yeah. Uh. But it wasn't. 
eh, that doesn't matter. I was like, it wasn't purposely campy. And then I was like, that doesn't matter. We're rating it on that's, camp. That's, that's kind that's of the point. Yeah. Camp is, yeah. The best camp doesn't know. I'm going to say like 3.5. I'll also argue that the fact that they reuse the same 20 square foot piece of set so dynamically. Incredible. Just different camera yeah. angles and uh, like, good job. So great. They made the most of that space. I'm going to give it a four. Three, five go for Darius. Three, five as well. Uh, and the stakes. We can't know what the stakes are. We don't know what yeah. the stakes are, but we also know that it's important and that the stakes are on yeah. this mission are going to be high. So if they don't train enough, then they could die maybe? <laughs> maybe. Yes. I, I don't know. Inside they don't the feel holodeck, the stakes high. are pretty low. They don't feel high. Yeah. In this particular situation where they're just practicing... Yeah. Going in somewhere, the stakes aren't very. And high. I'm assuming the safeties are on because this is the. Yeah. These are the only three people that Starfleet has decided to commit to this, so we can't risk losing anybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it a one for stakes. Hey, uh, Daniel, um, weren't you gonna go on a secret mission? Uh, yeah, Dad, I was, and that's why I told you I couldn't make it to Christmas this year. <laughs> but they gave it to three other people. Oh, did they give it to like some three younger, younger? No, actually, they give it to some older people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Captain Jellico, we have a problem. Uh, Picard's dead. (laughs) Uh, What? They were doing their training exercises (laughs) and they turned the safety protocols off for some reason and he got shot in the head. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of Picard. Why why were the safeties turned off? Well, because you were trying to reroute everything. To yeah. uh, battle positions, yeah. it's short. And uh, I didn't tell Delta anyone to reroute, fuck but it. you did. You did. You, you did. said get it done, which is super <laughs> vague. So a lot of us have just been doing whatever we have to to get it done, like because that's your thing. Um, and- this is like this is the episode where this is kind of like lower decks. That lower decks episode where everyone's like they've got the timers yeah. or whatever and so you yeah. have to get these yeah. things done in this time this is totally that i was gonna i feel like they probably picked a lot of stuff out of this episode for for premises forget for Lord probably, Lord. sorry probably. Go ahead, i was guys. just gonna rate it because i had i don't think i gave my rate for stakes oh yeah stakes uh, yeah i was gonna give it a 1.5 one five what were you saying dylan i'm just gonna go with uh, a one one yeah cool computer what's our overall score calculating Two. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we, got a we got a perfect score. <laughs> a clean number. What What a breeze. What a breezy episode. Very, the rating oh, was breezy. I just remembered something. Uh, part of the reason why I didn't think that she was playing the Admiral very well is <laughs> there was that scene towards the very, very end where Jellico is talking to her and she's like, are our friends okay? And she's like, very much like almost childlike, being like, "Are our friends yeah. okay?" <laughs> like, and he's like, "I don't." Know. I hope so. I hope, yeah, I, hope I don't so. know. Uh, so, what are we gonna do next week? I think we're gonna do some Voyager, uh, right? Yeah, we're gonna do uh, season five, episode three of Voyager, called Extreme Risk. Oh yeah, where Balana is constantly turning the safety protocols off and doing crazy shit in the holodeck. It's pretty cool. that. early Voyager. Yeah, <laughs> no, this is yeah five. first half. This season is five. five. Oh, season five. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Or four. No, Alana's getting kind of depressed and trying to feel something. It's a fun She's one. like, man, I've, this was supposed to be a high-risk mission, but Sucks. honestly. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I love it. We're going to get getting back to the swing of normal things. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Well, um, thanks for uh, listening to Trek to the Holodeck. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, you can subscribe to Trek to the Holodeck on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we are there and you can subscribe. Make sure to leave us a rating and a comment because that would help. Yeah, and you can also check out our Discord. We've got a fun little Star Trek community going on over there. We talk about new Trek and old Trek and all kinds of Trek. All sorts of Trek. All sorts uh, of Trek. The computer voice for our podcast is provided by Verona Blue. Yeah, intro and outro music is by the artist Bodyline, uh, used with permission from the Midwest Collective. Thanks. Last but not least. Uh... We don't have anything to do with CBS Viacom. <laughs> no, so they can go fuck themselves. Hey, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> watch Star Trek Discovery every week make sure on you, Thursdays. Uh, make sure you I subscribe to CBS All Access so you can watch all the Star Trek stuff. Uh, if no, you don't want to watch any new no, Star Trek, I, we, let's do not play it. Let's <laughs> or Netflix or Amazon or, or get a VPN. Yeah. Spend the money on a VPN. Yeah. So you can watch mm-hmm. Netflix in a different country, and I believe you can watch Discovery on Netflix in a different on Netflix. country. Because yeah. they, for some reason, were like, every other country besides the United States and Canada, you can watch this on Netflix. But here, you got to pay for our service. I feel like it would have done so much better on Netflix. Oh, 100%. Because that's already the spot where I get all my tracks. Mix would have been better. Mix would have been better. I'm going to tell you right now, Mix would have been <laughs> better. Netflix, but Netflix wasn't going to pay the outrageous cost that CBS wanted to charge to put it on Netflix in yeah, the United States. Probably. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> yep. Yeah. See you. Terminate program. You spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All hollow simulations have been terminated.